Welcome to Bite Size Jazz, a podcast with a taste of new albums and new artists. I'm your host, Stephanie Steele. Thanks for joining me. Jazz vocalist Sarah Guzark knows no boundaries when it comes to music. She can take music from any genre and create her own unique masterpiece, like with Dolly Parton's Jolene. For those who know my music, you know, I'm not, I'm not opposed to searching for songs outside of the traditional jazz, great American standard songbook. You know, in the past, I've done a lot of Joni Mitchell and Ben Folds and um, Nick Drake. And for this record, it was no different. Every single song, like I said, spoke to a really specific experience that I had gone through. Here am I encased inside. These experiences were the driving force behind the album. A few years ago, she felt like her life was falling apart, so she decided to step away from her current projects and lifestyle and start down a new road, exploring fresh musical ideas and experiences. As stories go, if you give it enough time, there's always a beginning, a middle, and an end. And at the end of that four-year searching period, um, I had 14 or 15 songs that really did tell this beautiful story of, of growth and reflection and um, just kind of this journey. Sarah mentioned that the transformation on her journey wouldn't have been possible without certain mentors in her life, namely fellow vocalist Kurt Elling. After hearing one of her shows in New York, he offered some advice that changed the way she approached music. He essentially said, you know, I think that you are a much more um, multidimensional person than your music would indicate. That, you know, the songs and the things that you're, that you're presenting right now are light and bright and cheery, but ultimately <clears throat> your audience just wants you. Because he was a close friend, he saw that Sarah's life was not always light and bright and cheery. At the time, her mom had almost been killed in a car accident, her marriage was falling apart, and her music wasn't exactly reflecting these experiences. He was the one who kind of pushed me in the direction to embrace um, the side of artistry that really sheds light on who we are as people in the hopes that our audience can see themselves reflected in the songs and the material that we're presenting. Because Kurt Elling played such a major role in this change, she invited him to collaborate on the song Distant Storm for the record. Distant Storm is sort of the, the bow on the box of the record. Um, so essentially the album speaks to realizing that I had been searching for satiation in all of the wrong places. I was looking for ways to fill my cup um, in corners and, and with people or experiences that weren't actually going to fill my cup. And it was really when I realized that, you know, I needed to embrace the, the full spectrum of human experiences, the good and the bad, the light and the dark, that, um, 
I was really able to experience the, the entire breadth of, of the human experience, the, the dark darknesses and the incredibly brilliant brights. And so that song and that lyric sort of speaks to that. It opens up with this kind of like desert analogy where nothing can really grow and then the storm comes and the clouds break open and, um, you know, the, one of the lyrics is that forest only grows higher than the depth it knows. The forest never grows higher than the depth it knows. Which means that, like, a, you know, that roots uh, grow as deeply as the, the branches grow typically in a tree and so if my branches are only sorry if my roots are only going to a certain depth my the height of those branches can only go to a certain height as well how do you feel about receiving two grammy nominations <laughs> well um to be completely candid it might be the most exciting thing that's ever happened in my life um, especially for a record that uh, was totally self-produced and self-released. Sarah said that people usually associate Grammys with artists who have lots of visibility and major labels backing them. In producing this album herself, she hopes to empower other artists to get their music out there in the face of rejection from record labels. She also hopes these nominations will speak to the power of artists trusting their instincts and releasing things into the world that speak to sincere and authentic experiences. Do you think it's been a lot more work to do it on your own? Oh, yeah. <laughs> way more work. You know, it's, a, it's way more work to self-produce and self-release. But at the end of the day, I don't question who deserves the credit for the success of the record. You know, there's not a different, there's not a person that I could wonder, like, did this get double Grammy nominated because Kurt Elling produced it or because, you know, this major label was the, the, you know, the stamp on the record. It was a lot of work and it was so terrifying, honestly, like really scary to put something into the world that I didn't have anyone else's feedback that like, you know, you're going in the right direction, keep going. It was just my own, my own heart on mm-hmm. my sleeve the whole time. If you like what you're listening to, go check out Sarah Gazarik and her album Thirsty Ghost. You can buy it from the Amazon Music Store, iTunes, or her website, sarahgazarik.com. I'm Stephanie Steele. Thanks for listening to Bite Size Jazz. Bite Size Jazz.